everybody, it's Simone, and you're tuned into The Journey Podcast. This podcast is for women from all walks of life to come together and share their stories through their eyes. So thanks for taking the journey with us. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Journey. I am so excited to have this next guest with us. She is one of the sweetest, most talented, amazing, incredible people that I know. She is a joy to be around, and that is none other than the amazing Miss Emek. Hey, 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 what's up, y'all? Out there in podcast land. How are you tonight? I'm great. I'm great. Living this life like I'm joking. (laughs) So um I kind of like put you on blast and I was like, so I want to record you because, yeah. you know, you're so amazing and you are always doing so many things behind the scenes. But I feel like, you know, we need to hear about who you are, right? Well, you, praise be. Praise be. So know? tell our listeners, who is Miss Emac? Uh, my name is really Erica McElveen. So if you ever write me a check, please put my legal name on there. Put that on there. Yeah. But um, I go by Emac. Uh, I am 30 years old. I just turned 30 Ooh. last week. Uh, I'm a music educator here in Philadelphia, uh, a musician, a writer, a composer, trying to be something in this world. So that's who I am. So you haven't always been here in Philadelphia, so tell the people where you're from. Ah, I'm originally from Prince George's County, Maryland, the gorgeous Prince George's. And then I came here for school in uh, 2007, and I never left. There's something magical about Philly. I'm so glad you never left. There's something magical. (laughs) So, could you tell the the listeners about your journey? Uh, so, like you said, your your legal name is Erica. So, how did you go through the journey of becoming Emac that we know and love? Oh, the journey of Emac. So, um, man, it's a lot of different parts. I started out as a drummer in church, and um, that's like the foundation. I don't know why my dad put me on the drums. Mm-hmm. I don't know when he was like. Oh, let's try it out. It was around seven years old. I don't know if I said, I mm-hmm. want to be a drummer, or if he said, we need a drummer. Because we were in like a small church, mm-hmm. like literally. This the front, this the back. Um, but yeah, so I started playing at, in church. I went to a school. It was like the equivalent of Kappa. Mm-hmm. Um, so in Maryland, we had, it's called Suitland High School. And it's for the creative and performing arts, visual and performing arts. So that kind of started my journey of like actually being an artist and saying, like, oh, I really want to play the drums. Mm-hmm. I really want to teach. And then um, once I came here, I linked up with some really cool guys who just took me under their wing. Mm-hmm. Um, Ali, uh, all of them, man, man, all of them. They were just like, oh, you're, you're kind of dope on the drums. Let's hear some gigs. So then that kind of started the journey of who I am as a musician, and it just shaped it. The name Mac is like a family name. Mm-hmm. Um, all of us go by some version of it. It's like Linda Mac, D Mac. Um, Priscilla Mac is like all of that. So it's just a family name that we just kind of put in there. So you say you started playing the drums around seven, but uh, if you know uh, Erica, you know that that's not the only thing that she plays. So tell us more about the several instruments that you play. Oh, man. Okay, so I think that in church, everybody, or all musicians, they go through that plucking stage on the piano Mm -hmm. where you're just like, I want to try this. So I did start playing the piano in church, but it was very basic Mm -hmm. like when I was growing up. 
Um, but when I started in third grade, you know, they opened up band mm-hmm. for, you know, and I wanted to be like my sister. And she was on the clarinet, so I was going to be on the clarinet. And I actually went all the way through college playing the clarinet. Mm-hmm. So I went for uh, woodwind studies. And I played a, I played a saxophone enough, you know, like not to, I wouldn't take a gig on <laughs> yeah. Capital Jazz Fest. But, um, yeah, so I play woodwinds. I play a little bit of strings, just enough to teach. Mm-hmm. I would not take a gig on that either. But in, in music education, they make you take all of the methods classes. Mm. So I know um, the beginning and intermediate, you know, levels yeah. of each instrument. And, um, yeah, but I really only take it. I've started the guitar, but it's just, like, it's very hard. Like, you know, the basics, I'm trying to, like, connect and make time for it. But um, I take gigs for piano and drums. Um, If you need aux player, (laughs) (laughs) hit me up. You know, I need a, you know. But that's, yeah, that's that's it. So uh, you talked about all of the different instruments in the 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 life of a musician. So how is it uh, in the world? Because, you know, typically the music world is, especially the instruments that you play are dominated by men. So how's it been like being that, that female drummer and that female, you know, piano keyboard player? At times it's great. Mm-hmm. And then at times it's like, it's, it's, it's a boys club, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you're either going to get, pulled in as the little sister or you're going to get pulled in at, like it's it's two different things you can be the sexy um instrumentalist mm-hmm. like you got to be showing skin you got to be yeah. like basically playing the drums in your drawers right. like i'm not not to be vulgar but that's basically right. what it is or you can be like oh this this dope girl you know drum and it's it's almost like that thing of you don't want to be labeled like the female drummer mm-hmm. but in times it does you know you, you can use it to your benefit right so it's like one of those double-edged swords. Like, you love it and you hate it sometimes. But, you know, um, I love more when people are like, you're just a dope musician. You yeah. know, when they can see past the like the title of female. And I, I, I think the female bands are great and everything like that. I, I don't down it. I've been a part of all female bands. But um, sometimes you, it can get lost behind the, like, aura of, like, oh, this is a female yeah. band. And you're not, like, really honing in on the dopeness right. of who's there. So it works, and then it doesn't work sometimes. Awesome. So uh, we talked about you as a musician, but more that songwriter. So how's that that experience been for you? I enjoy songwriting probably the most. Um, like, it, it, it allows me to just sit at the piano sometimes and just be free. Like, I don't necessarily need a drum. Like, because I can hear the drums in my head, mm-hmm. and I can hear, like, the whole song in my head, and I get to the piano, I'm like all right, this is how it should be. But I really enjoy songwriting because it's pushing me to um, connect. Like, I need to write from different perspectives. So mm-hmm. I might have to write from a perspective of somebody who's brokenhearted, but I might not be heartbroken. Right. So it pushes you to, like, really connect with somebody who's, like, going through something mm-hmm. or somebody who's super happy when I'm really not super right. happy at the time. So I really enjoy songwriting. I hope I can get my songs out there a little bit more and shop them around. Um, but that's where I really, I really love that now. Cool. So, you know, we talked about the musician, <laughs> we talked about Uh-oh. the writer and what about the producer, Erica, that we know? Man, um, I think I'm coming into that stage mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, I definitely need to get around some, some, some people who are doing it like not just for fun, mm-hmm. you know, like this is what you do. Right. So I'm, I'm definitely seeking out mentorship in that area, but I love it too. I like 
the producer side is seeing the bigger picture. Like mm-hmm. you can be called in for a, uh, a session and be just the drummer, or you can be called right. in for the keyboard, and that's really all you're listening to. Mm-hmm. You're just listening for those parts. But when you're in a production, you know, or you're the producer, you're thinking about the whole project. Right. You're thinking about all right, how are we gonna do this? How are we gonna sell this part of like where's the height of the song? Mm-hmm. Where's so um, yeah, I, I'm coming into it. One day I'll be able to say that. You know, I, I do it all, but, you know, I'm just getting my feet wet. That's all that, that's all that matters, you know, step by step. So what would you say has been some of your, your your biggest struggles or your, you know, areas or moments that really made you realize, like, okay, this this isn't, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, maybe that's not what I want to do. Like, so, so talk about that experience. I think the personal struggle, so... There's personal struggle, and then I'll go to the mu- the music mm-hmm. side of it. So it's like toting that line of, no, you can still be a drummer and be feminine right. or, like, redefine the the box of what femininity is. Mm-hmm. So that's a personal struggle that even when I was playing ball, it's like, yeah. you know, I want to play ball, but I still want right. to, you know, hang out with, you know, whoever I want to hang out right. with, the guys, you know, want to have a little boo thing on the side. <laughs> so um, that's the struggle there of, of like, you know, redefining and and that's a mental thing too like taking myself out of the box um the other side the the music side is making money versus making art Mm. because i know a lot of people struggle with that like you can be the best artist you can be the best singer the best drummer the best whatever but if you don't have an ability to create wealth Mm -hmm. (laughs) then you're going to be frustrated so it's that um, starving artist versus working person. And then me being a teacher, I struggled with energy. Love, like, yeah. it takes a lot of energy to teach all day and then to come back in and then write a song right. or have a session or come back. And I was playing in a wedding band, too, and that was zapping my energy because yeah. I needed the money at the time. But yeah. that's, like, every Wednesday, every weekend. And it, it's just a struggle between, like, you got to pay the bills. Right. But you got to, at the same time, you have to pursue your dreams. Right. So, typically, when I when I see you, you're, you're, you're happy, you're bubbly, you know. But that's not always the case, you know. So, you know, how do you go about keeping this energy, you know? Because, you know, I, I only see what I see day to day. But, you know, what is it really like for you? Um... At times, because I, I'm single, let, let's be real. Like, that's that's a struggle in itself. Not just, be, like, from the lonely, like, I need a man side. Not that. Like, sometimes you struggle with companionship. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, look. I, or you want somebody to help you out yeah. in this world. Like, you just want somebody to help. And I went from having a roommate to, like, my best friend. She got married and mm-hmm. all well and good. I'm like, yay, go for you. But then it's like, so what? What now? Right. Um, so I, it, it's definitely a struggle with like, all right, companionship versus like, all right, let's just grind it out and do. Because what y'all see is, right. oh, she got a business, she got a this, she got it. But then I come home, I'm like, all right, it's real quiet up in this right. joint. Like, if I'm not making noise, <laughs> right. there is no noise. Right. So um, yeah, that's definitely the struggle there. I try when I when I interact with other people. I don't really call it a mask, yeah. but I just want them to get the best version of me. Yeah. And I don't want to. Like I, I want people to to leave better if they came in contact with me. I, I always do. Oh, I'm no glad one you else. Do. I'm glad you do. But that yeah. So I don't really call it a mask. I just try to manage my manage my moods. But sometimes I can get in a mood yeah. where I don't. Even if I'm around people, I'm quiet. Right. You know what I mean. So 
And that's and is. that's life. So you know, I just wanted to you know, get that out there. Yeah. Talk about that. You know, yeah. we're gonna talk about that. No, so um, so we talked about the musician, the writer, the soon to be producer. Remember me. Um, uh, but let's talk about the the business owner. Oh, so we man. are here, um, putting a shameless plug in that we are <laughs> recording each podcast at events at the loft. So tell us about that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> events at the loft. Located, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'll, I'll do all that later. But um, yeah, so I uh, I guess this is a year and a half in, and um, I turned a like what would be a residential space mm-hmm. into a um, business space, and I have been hosting events, parties. If you want to do a karaoke night, if you want to do a whatever, a bridal shower um, empowerment thing, you just bring yeah. it on over to record the podcast, record podcast, no. record. I've done like um. Uh, what is it called? Like a recording session, a live recording session. So yeah, there's all that, all that jazz. Yes. So we'll, we'll give that that plug at the end. <laughs> um, but I want to talk about. So I believe that everyone carries an invisible backpack. There's something that is helping them get through their journey. So what is it as helping you get through your journey? Song, uh, quote, scripture, person. What is in your invisible backpack? Ooh. Um, Honestly, Matthew 25 is in my invisible backpack. Mm. And it's the story of the three servants. Um, their master goes away, mm. and he leaves them each with a currency. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's not typically a dollar or whatever. But um, each of them has something according to their own ability. Mm-hmm. He goes, he comes back. Two of them have um, increased it, right? But one of them, he hid it. Mm-hmm. So... Um, when the master comes back, he's like, you, you're lazy, you're wicked. I'm taking what you got, and I'm giving it to the people who actually work. So what that sh- tells me is that everybody has something that they can use, mm-hmm. and you can always flip it. You can always take what God gave you and make an increase out of it, and there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't use your talent, if yeah. you don't use your gift, he's going to take it away and give it to somebody who's actually using it or mm-hmm. who could benefit from it. So that's my thing. And it's, and it's a, it's a monetary thing for me as well as like mental and, and physical and spiritual and all of that. Like you have something, right. you, if you got $2, you got something. I had a carpet uh, and, and some instruments and I, I flipped it into right. a business. So um, don't ever feel like you don't have anything because you can always take what you have and make more out of it. So you kind of went into the last question, but what is some something empowering or encouraging that you can tell the listeners who might be going some, through something similar, who might be an aspiring artist, uh, aspiring musician, writer? Um, you know, my husband calls you, you're, you're his mentor. <laughs> I don't even know how that I don't happens. know either. Maybe that'd be, a, that'd be a different podcast. But any words that you could give to the people? Um, use, and this is, you know, I, it's, it was used in a player's club, but... You can apply it to your life. Use what you got to get what you want. You have something. Mm -hmm. Just look in your arsenal. I don't care if it's the smallest thing. Like, if you're trying to be a, um, I don't know, graphic designer, Mm -hmm. and all you got is the the worst version of Windows, make that worst version work or use who's around you Mm -hmm. and say, can I borrow your computer? Can I, you know, Mm -hmm. can you show me this? You always have something or resource or you can look around you to see who else has the resource. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid. My favorite word is collaborate. Make sure thing with somebody else's thing. And then you can reach more people. Absolutely. So I want to say thank you uh, for <laughs> collaborating with me. So uh, for those who do or do not know, Through Her Eyes Productions is actually five years 
five years Ooh. old this year. And I just want to say thank you to you. Um, even before we actually became a business, you were a part of this journey for me. Uh, I don't know if you remember, we were in Temple and Tyler recording my CD with my poems from my first book back in 2013. So before we even... I know, right? Before we even started uh, Through Her Eyes, you have been a part of my journey. So thank you for always collaborating with me and helping my vision uh, come to pass. You are always helping and inspiring people. And you are, listen, you are queen collaboration. um, And your space and just your energy, it makes people want to do something positive. So thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, And thank you, listeners, for listening. Please, Emac, give them all of your information. All right. I need y'all to book this rehearsal space and I need you to book this event space um, you can find me at lofteventsphilly.com that is for the event space if you're following on Instagram you can follow at emacmusic18 um, I don't know why there's an 18 on there don't ask me but it's an 18 on there um, if you're on Facebook emac and emac music I do not have snapchat and I won't be getting a snapchat I don't know why it's just what it is so thank you again for listening. Life is a journey, but it's one worth taking. So thank you, Emac, for you're taking welcome. this thank journey you. for me with me. Um, because you're with me forever, so you can't ever get rid of me. Always. Yay.